my mind today. Hey, Union of the Unwanted, we are live. My name is Midnight Mike. Ricky's over there, and Charlie is there too. Sam will be joining us here in a few minutes. We think. Yeah, he said he's running a little late. This is going to be fun. It's, I think this is uh, officially the first time it's only been us four. You know what's funny? Actually, now now I'm having deja vu. The first time we did us four, it was us three and Sam jo- yes. joined late. So, yeah, it, we're just keeping it consistent. Yes, we are. <laughs> We are doing, yeah, just a little bit of, uh, obviously, a, a lighter show when it comes to guests. It's just going to be us four, the original four uh, gentlemen that created the Union of the Unwanted. And we're just going to sit around, BS, maybe read the chat a little bit and talk about whatever stories that are on our minds. Yep, because we love the group shows and that's that's the one of the, it's one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. Uh but it's nice to mix it up every now and then too. So let's just take the the four of us and 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 let's let's go deep. I mean, what started it all, right? Okay, I guess yeah. so. Sam says he's going to jump in in a in a minute. Okay, probably from some massage parlor in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I would hope. You know, the good part about having less people on, you know, I can actually do sound clips now. Yeah, yes. yeah. let's do a lot of sound clips. I got stuff lined up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, Alex it's, Jones is joining us on the show. Oh yeah, he's calling in. From, he's calling in. He's calling in, and then hanging up. He's calling in. Alex, saying, are you there? Alex, hey, there's rumors that you're 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 done with Infowars. Is that correct? I mean, exactly. Is, uh, is there more to this story? Is there something we don't know? Are you really going to leave Infowars? That's right. All right. Well, he can answer, and that's right or exactly. So if you're looking for a <laughs> yes or no question, he can answer it for the most part. I would. I was looking for. I'm. I'll quit the show right now. Oh. That's we'll have sex with those dudes. It look good. Oh, thank you. Or That's that. Nice. That is yeah. acceptable. I will take that answer. That's nice too. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. We're, we'll be talking a little bit about everything tonight. I'm not sure if you guys had stories or, or certain certain topics you guys wanted to pull. I pulled some clips, um, just from what has come across my desk, which is mostly UFO stuff. I oh, uh, I have a lot great. of a lot of UFO stuff. Uh, I. Right off the bat, I don't know if you guys want me to start with this, but hey, here I am talking about it. 60 Minutes, 60 Minutes, CBS is talking about UFOs. I don't recall a time where 60 Minutes has given that much attention to the UFO topic. I don't know if they ever have. Maybe not in this serious of a way, but they were talking to Luis Elizondo all, pretty much all the people associated with Tom DeLonge and To The Stars Academy were on CBS. They re-interviewed everyone. And you can hear how eh, it's, it sounded like the news anchor. I forget the guy's name who was doing the interviewing. It sounded a little glib. Wasn't taking the UFO stuff seriously, at least in the, the initial parts of the interview. But when they were talking, when he was talking to the pilots, and he was talking to ex uh, military ex DOD. He he started to take it really serious, and it's it's bizarre because I never thought that I, I've been talking about this on OBDM for a long time. How the news media doesn't take UFOs seriously, and it's only since 2017 have they casually started to take it serious. And even a few months ago, I'm just said I was like I'm just waiting for NBC 
and and CBS and ABC to start doing stuff. And then NBC writes an art, article about it, does some little tidbits here, and then sure enough, CBS coming out talking about UFOs and the unknown threat. The unknown yeah. threat is how they're positioning it. Well, you know, I want disclosure, but I, I want it on my terms, I if if possible. I don't trust the mainstream media. So it's like, you know, you like we've been saying for a long time, the mainstream media doesn't take it seriously. That actually almost validates it because everything that they do is so disingenuous. The fact that when they start taking it seriously, that's when I get suspicious. You know? I know. And now it's like, oh, you, you now you want to talk about it? On You've been calling us all crazy and tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists for even entertaining the idea of like, maybe we should have the discussion about what if. And now all of a sudden you're going, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We'll have all these guys on. who and We'll have all the ex-CIA guys on to talk about this. So it's like, the source is corrupted, The meaning the ex-CIA people, the platform is corrupted coming from mainstream media and, CB, and CBS in 60 Minutes. I mean, what a propaganda outfit. So it's like, I, I believe that there is something out there and something going on, but not because those people uh, are talking about it. In fact, the more they talk about it, the less I believe in it. You know what I mean? Because I just have such utter contempt for those people. And and to have, you know, to, to sort of, you know, there, there's a there, David Ike says this from time to time. He says, "How can you tell when it's the agenda?" He says, "When when it's nowhere, and then all of a sudden, it's everywhere." That's what it, I, I, I don't believe their story. Like everywhere. That's the thing. When it comes to, I believe in UFOs. Obviously, if you listen to OBDM, um, yeah. but I don't know if I believe their story. This is going to be like another overhyped thing. There are real events, and then once the mainstream media gets a hold of it, they overhype it and put an angle on it in order to ram it down people's throat to achieve some sort of agenda. And so I, we're at the, the very start of this UFO mainstream media agenda. Once it's on CBS 60 Minutes, that is. Yeah. Hi, Sam. Hi, guys. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you for having me on, guys. <laughs> it's your show. show. Oh, look at that guy. It's good to be here, man. Good to see everybody. Just the boys today. Just yeah. the boys. Just the boys. Yeah, it's very interesting, man. It's very interesting. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's just when you do this game long enough, you know, their, their, uh, their, their text, you know, their game book. And then you see him start to do it. And it's just very interesting. And it's like, you know, there's some people who believe that like any UFO stuff is just a psyop, and then there's the Project Blue Beam people and stuff like you know. For me, man, I think it's a little bit of everything, and I think what's really going on, they'll never tell us about, and what they want us to believe is what they'll show us, and you know, they want us to all to believe that we're just specks of shit on a fucking rock hurling through space, and. I think we're much, much more than that. And what's really going on would let us know that. And what they want us to know hides that from us. I I agree. It's so I've read about this subject for a long time, and there have been numerous military reports about UFOs. It's been studied by what Project Sign, Project Grudge, Project Blue Book, and then all the other shit beyond that. Uh, and now they're just rolling it out like we don't know. It's it's completely baffling to us. Well, you guys have been studying it for fucking sixty years. You don't have an idea, and now they're bringing it out, and uh, they're they're playing. Oh, uh, we don't know. We're we're gonna we're gonna tell everyone. Don't they what we have know. to do that kind of. 
don't they have to act like they don't know? Yeah. Because then if they knew all the time, then it would be like, what else are you lying to us about that you know? So it's kind of got to be like, we don't know, man. We're trying to figure it out too, man. Like they just took a giant bong hit. They just did a dab. And they're like, man, we don't know either, dude. You know, and it's like, you know everything. And I, 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 you know, there's this layer upon layer. Even if you pull back all the layers of the onion, like who knows what's really going on? And I think if you you try to chase that and you try to find out what's at the core of it, you'll go crazy. I think so. I mean, and this is I meant my main concern about this is the the overhyped nature of what the mainstream media does is is that they overhype something and then you start to panic people. We already have uh, half the population, probably the world in a state of maybe PTSD where they're, they have been conditioned to do certain things because of current events. And if you start to shock them with the next level up, then they're going to fall in line. It just, it, I don't know if everything's choreographed or anything like that, but they've been trying to roll out the UFO thing for quite a while. And for them to push it, start pushing it right now, just as things are quote unquote easing up on CV uh, it just looks like the next hyped event. Well, I had an interesting conversation last night w- with this uh, radio host about this, and and he he proposed a theory that I thought might is interesting to at least explore. He said, "What if what if the what if the government is getting pressure? What if somebody has said, listen, what if a faction has said, either you disclose this or we're going to disclose this, and so in a governmental type of way." They're trying to get ahead of of this other this other segment that might disclose it in advance, and so they're going to say, "All right, fine, we'll disclose it, but we're going to do it our way," which is with Lou Elizondo and 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 all of these limited hangouts. We'll talk about some of it. We'll talk about the Tic Tac video, and we'll we'll do it on sixty minutes because they're friendly to us, and and we'll slowly sort of ramp it out. But it'll be a limited hangout. We'll give you thirty percent of what's going on, and. And that that way we get out in front of it. And I thought it was an interesting, I thought it was an interesting point because because why now, you know, like why they they've been hiding this stuff for decades. Why why all of a sudden in the last six weeks or you know six I, months really, but 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 a hardcore push in the last six weeks. Why why, why would they do that? It, it it's got to be for some reason. It could be that the corona situation isn't uh, getting them the desired sort of fear that they're looking for. It could be a setup for ten years down the road for this Project Bluebeam type exactly. scenario. Uh, you know, it, or it could be, or it could be somebody's is 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 forcing them a little bit. I don't know who. I mean, I don't know how that would work, but it, but what if? You know, I don't know. The episode Rogan did recently with uh, Christopher Mellon, it was 1645 episode. Uh, it was really good. He was an in intelligence. They really went deep into this topic. But it, it is wild because the guy, Tom from uh, Blink-182, everybody kind of just brushed it off as completely crazy that he had any links to military or whatever. But he's legitimately tied into a lot of high-ranked people and so it's like the whole thing just there is like you guys are talking about there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense i mean there's a it's i'm glad that people are openly talking about it i wonder if you could only hide it for so long that now they feel like maybe there's 
evidence that they feel like is going to come out. So, and more evidence is going to come out. And so eventually they need to prepare us. Maybe they, they think something's going to happen and they, they need to prepare us. Maybe there'll be like a Phoenix lights type event that they're worried about, you know, which, um, uh, obviously isn't at the time cell phones weren't as, uh, uh, well, I don't word their cell. No, that was like mid nineties. 97, right? I think, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so pagers, people were recording that with the pagers. Yeah. They're taking pictures with their pagers. Yeah. <laughs> That's why all the pictures are so crappy that came out from that. It, it, there's, a, there's a couple different angles here. It could be. The far-fetched one uh, is that the, this is all coordinated. This is like a long-term plan where they say, we will release this information. And uh, the aliens know that we know, but the aliens want uh, there to be more order on this world before they're willing to do anything with us. And so we need to have authoritarian control over the major countries of this world. And so we need a, a couple of different angles. So we're not going to have a populace that's going to go crazy. We're not going to deal with crazy humans. So either get the communism, get the dictatorship, get to something, and then we'll start dealing with you people. Uh, but get your shit straight. And maybe that's an angle. Or it's a, it is a psyop that has been planned for a long time. Or there's very real events. And Tom DeLonge was onto something. Yeah, but Tom DeLonge was used... Uh, to get certain pieces of information out there, whether it's true or not, could have been a, like a long con. Uh, but there are, are is the angle that these things are from a different solar system, a different galaxy, or a different dimension. And a lot of people think that there are demons. Now, I have a clip from Alex Jones and what he thinks these things are. I don't know if uh, CBS 60 Minutes is going to take this angle. I don't know if the uh, the report that's going to come out in six weeks is going to say this, but this is what Alex Jones thinks about UFOs. But again, imagine if, if imagine if somebody in a demon outfit showed up next to a baby uh, baby giraffe and said, "Hi, I'm a demon. Uh, be inclusive. Don't be mean to me. Let me wear demon horns and come up." and look like a complete alien from another planet, let a space alien, and by the way, this is a program. They dress up like space aliens all over the United States and all over the world, I told you, in horrible demon psychopath outfits that make Pennywise look beautiful. And they show up and they have their way with your children in demon outfits. What he's talking about is the, the MyLab, the military abduction program, which is interesting. Which, who can, how do you verify that happens? I've heard a few clips that, uh, of, of people that claim to know that the operation exists, that the military is working with or doing a lot of the alien abductions. Is that going to be in the Senate report? <laughs> I don't know. Which Probably. one of us would get probed, do you think, if they had to, if, if they were planning this? Because I feel like it, it, it would have to be Sam, but yeah. But but Mike would want the experience, not the probing so much as, but the the interaction. Mm. Maybe Ricky would just be like the hero that's willing to <laughs> throw his ass on the line for humanity to save. He's like save yourselves, and we just all get to say why he gets deep probings. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, it's possible. Ricky, just take one for the team, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Well, I am a big fan of that uh, that porn two aliens one probe. Oh, that's nice. That is. <laughs> that's a good one. Can I taste your juice? <laughs> yeah, your alien juice. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's some in that podcast I was referring to, the Joe Rogan one. They talked about 
how some they don't know if these UFOs. I mean, we like to jump to the conclusion that they come from the sky, but what if they come from the ocean or something? I you think know that's what I mean? a, yeah. You think so? The, yeah, I mean, uh, I the more I've been reading about this, there I, it appears there appear to be factions. And there, there appears to be a faction of UFOs, call whatever you want, a, a faction, a civilization that lives in our ocean and has been there for thousands of years. Hollow the, Earth, bro? Something, maybe along those lines. Yeah, whether or not they're giant cavernous areas, but there, there appears to be, or there have been, uh, UFOs basically having bases or partying down uh, at the bottom of the ocean. That is one faction. And they have, they have video of UFOs coming and going out of the ocean. Then I think there's... There are other factions that do more of the cattle mutilation stuff. Um, so maybe like three or four active factions uh, on this planet, and then whatever the military is trying to track. So they're probably the, our military aspects of it are probably confused. And then you have the black budget section, people, private businesses that probably have a better picture of what is going on because they've been working with the technology uh, for decades. But when in when it comes to the Pentagon. Uh, I think it's been so compartmentalized that maybe not a lot of people within the government know the full story. So I have a quote in my first book. Um, it's a it's a conversation. Uh, it, Jan Harzen, who's the head of MUFON now, or I don't know if he is right this minute, but he was at one point. This is back when he was in in college at UCLA in 94. He said that Ben Rich came, uh, who is the, the head of Lockheed Martin Skunk Works, the space division, you know, the secret space Skunk works? Yeah, came and, and did a presentation and at, at in front of his his graduate class at, at UCLA and said during this presentation that um, you know, we have the technology to take E.T. home and it won't take us a lifetime to do it and made that comment, you know, and everyone was like, okay, whatever. And he left afterwards and Jan Harzen followed him to the parking lot and said, I have a I have a follow-up question for you. I have a question about the propulsion system of this. Can you explain to me how it works? And so Ben Rich said to him, well, let me ask you a question. Do you know how ESP works? Of course and I do. And goes, I don't know. I guess it's like all points in space and time are connected. And Ben Rich goes, that's how it works. And walked off. It's that simple. So that, that's, that was 94. So we're talking a while ago, you know, almost 30 years ago. And so so if he's saying in public kind of, you know, he, he wound up dying a year later. I think of natural causes. I don't think there's anything nefarious. But but if you're, you know, maybe it's towards the end of his life and he's like, eh, fuck it, I don't care, um, makes a throwaway comment like we have the technology to take E.T. home, uh, that re- requires and demands a follow-up question. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? We can take E.T. home. Please tell us. And then you start to see, you know, all of the the reports of triangular crafts and TR3Bs and things like that. And then there are thousands of people seeing these things, right? So it's not a collective hallucination. It, it you know, it's happening. So, so where is this line between the U.S. Air Force and the secret space program, which by all accounts is controlled by the Navy, ironically, or, you know... And then actual UFOs. So we've got a, it could be a variety of things, I guess is my point. It's very convoluted. I, I mean, like, like if you had to, like, who's in charge of that stuff at that yeah. point? Uh, it, it seems very convoluted. It's, um, it's, it seems like it's, 
it, it's hard to know where the disinformation starts and like truth begins uh, because we've been lied to for so long about all this stuff. And there's obviously been stories planted and there's been people sent out to poison the well within every community that includes UFOs and podcasts. There's been people sent out to poison those wells. We don't know if the, some of the more sensational stories are true or just have partial elements of truth in them and the rest are, are bullshit. Um, I think that there, I, I think the earth is much more special. And I think that's the key here. I think the earth is really super special and it's gone through multiple cycles and there's a reason why they're here. They might be observing their experiment or they might be observing a long-term ex- like testing sequence of like Prometheus, something like what, that. What, what if it's like, in a weird way, a combination of like a Tijuana where everybody goes to like party and get like weird it. and like, you know, you, you know, so you think you could dance, right? Where like, you know, like all these, all these like dance groups come to show up and like mix it up here in this realm. So, you know, uh, so you think you can bu- be a human. <laughs> Yeah, so basically they come here and it's like, this is the one place where everybody kind of mixes it up and gets the weird. Bar from Star Wars. We're the galactic bar from Star Wars where all the mutants show up at one place and then Greedo gets shot in the back. It is a yeah. pretty awesome planet. I mean, you think about it. We oh, got, yeah. I mean, on one side of the fence, we, we have like satellites with lasers and communication and then you have like two girls, one cup. We have it all on Earth if you're looking. You know, and both are equally important. Yeah, and they can destroy lives, both of them. <laughs> I sh- actually showed my you father. Know who, who's what? 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 I share, I share this story really quickly. I remember. So we were at work once, and uh, and we were talking about two girls, one cup. This is when it was like going viral or whatever. And my dad's like, "What's this?" You know, and we uh, so we're like, we're like, "Oh, during break, let's show him the video." Oh, you're gonna let's- love it. Yeah. He's, you know, these old school Portuguese guy who speaks like zero English. And we're like, we're going to show him the video. I mean, he grew up on a farm with no running water. I'm like, this is going to blow his fucking mind, you know? So (laughs) I pull it up on my phone and it's uh, lunch break and I'm showing him it. And he like straight face, like couldn't figure out what was going through his head. And then after it was done, uh, I'm like, so he's like, yeah, it's obviously fake. And I'm like, no, it's not fake. And then he looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, you know, <laughs> it, but it's like coming from a small village in Portugal. The fact that that type of stuff exists, like blew his mind that that's he thought it was just all like just like shock rock. It was all, you know, who fucked up the uh, personal appearance agents for those two girls. Yeah, they should have really been on it. tour, selling books, doing motivational speaking. I mean, at one point, that was the most watched video in the history of the internet. They should have sold their own like like coffee mugs, you know? I yeah. Mean, use the cup thing. <laughs> <laughs> their own ice cream. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, there's a lot of people think it was ice cream. So yeah. they were like they were like something was some kind of something you could eat, but th- those guys mess. You I like I would love to I, I would love a where are they now? <laughs> Let's they see could partner with they Crowder. found Christ. They're like they just leave me alone. It was a different. It was a part of my life. I I, I needed the money. Well, they looked pretty. The, the crazy thing is the beginning of the video. They looked like not what you thought 
these girls would look like. They look pretty normal. I, I don't recall it like too well exactly, but I remember looking at at it and I'm like, oh, these girls look pretty normal. These am I? Like, is this the right video? You know, and it's and it is one of those videos you like you have to watch once because everybody would talk about it. You're like, you have to. I mean, you just don't think that exists. So it's um, you know. It, it, it's it's wild. So I highly recommend you guys going and googling. There's that. a there's, there's a there's a wiki on the next on Union of the Unwanted. There, there's yeah. a wiki article on this. I can the wiki article says two girls one cup is the unofficial nickname of the trailer for Hungry Bitches, a 2007 Brazilian scat fetish pornograph uh, pornographic film produced by MFX Media. So we've been calling it the wrong name the entire time. The true name of the movie is Hungry Bitches. Hmm. And, and so, hold on. Do they name the girls? I, I'm really offended if the artists don't get recognized. I'm going to see if there's plot points in this wiki. Well, article. Wait a second. If it's from Brazil, yeah. then shouldn't it be in Portuguese, Ricky? Yeah, Ricky. Dad, Dang. understand it? Maybe nope. your dad was like, it doesn't look real because we used to do that in the farm. Yes. Yeah. It didn't well, look like that. It looked much different. Yeah. Well, we always joke about that. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, uh, no, Northern Portugal, where we're from, like, people would marry like third, fourth cousins because there's like limited women to pick from. And, uh, and my, whenever my mom would drive my dad crazy, which was normal, I would always be like, dad, I know you only had mom and a goat to pick from, but you should have picked a goat. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the, the names of the women starring, Oh yeah. Uh, starring Carla and Latifa. Oh man. How am I supposed to follow them on social media? Uh, cinematography was done by Roger Wu. That's right. I bet you Roger Rue knows how to get a hold of that. Probably. I wonder if he's on. He may have an IMDb page. So, I don't know. Dude, well, you know, you go on IMDb, they actually have, like, porn has credits. Oh, well, he's nominated for an Oscar. For, I mean, he was nominated for an Oscar for that, I would imagine. Or he should be. Roger Wu? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> sound. He thought editing. he was done before that project. That was his comeback. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a famous action director, something Wu. I wonder if he's his brother or something like that. Probably. Okay, I, mean, I know this is hot talk and everybody loves it, uh, but I want to <laughs> ask. Uh, I want to turn it a different way because yeah, I mean, dude, we should just do a whole episode on these girls. Like, where are they now? Kind of, you know. Yeah, VH1 update behind the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I would be curious on like what motivated them to do that and some of the. Because I mean, you. I can answer it for you, but I don't want to ruin that. Sansa's not real. Uh, it's called money. <laughs> what? Well, you really think that they knew that was going to go viral? No, no way. They would have asked for royalties. They would ask for back end. Well, I guess they got back end. They are the back end. Yeah, that's one of the perfect examples of you have no idea what's going to go viral. I mean, I but didn't Kimball or somebody actually? I, I should retract that because didn't somebody uh make a fake video to go viral and it did. I'm sure a lot of people did. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people did parodies of that. And Maybe that was part of the elite's agenda. They wanted to get poop eating bigger. Yes. Tom well, DeLay said that they were going to try and normalize 12 perversions, including bestiality. I think that's a tough one. Isn't that the, that's a tough one. How, how do you normalize you gotta work that? into that, I okay. believe. Well, Sam said he wanted to change subjects. Maybe this is a good point to do that. Yeah. Well, I would. I just want to kind of get into as as conspiracy theorists. I mean, where are you guys at mentally? Like, 
I know there's a war going on. Do you feel we're losing the war? Is it getting worse? How much of it is just on the internet for you? Uh, is there any kind of like we told you so, any of that? Like, what are your guys' feeling where we are? Are we more popular than ever? You know, I've been doing some gigs on the road, you know. I'm going to be in Minneapolis at the end of the month at the House of Comedy. And then I'm going to be, I'm playing a gig called uh, Shit Coins 2021. That's in Miami. And then I'm with, uh, Eddie Bravo's finally coming out of his shell and he's going to, we're going to be in Houston um, in in uh, June 11th and 12th, I believe. All, all my tickets are at samjibble.com. The reason I bring up my dates besides to promote them, but <laughs> we just sold out uh, Tacoma way in advance, like way in advance. And I've been doing better numbers on the road. So like, do you guys feel like we're, we're reaching more people? Do you think we're losing the information war? I mean, like, where are you guys at on all that? Who wants to start? Cause I, you might not get a turn to talk if I go off on this. I'll, I'll start. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here for, I, look, I don't, I don't, want to be right about a lot of this stuff. I'd love to be wrong because to be right about it means that we're talking about some really nefarious people doing horrible shit. And so I would love to be wrong about it. I don't try to rub it in people's faces like I was right because typically what we're right about are things that are that are negative. And so I don't I don't I don't love that, but I think that people are waking up to you know, the COVID situation reminds me a lot of like the Iraq war where, where they were starting to sell this Iraq war and they were going, see, because Iraq was, you know, nine 11 and everything. And people were going, what are you talking about? I don't, this doesn't make any sense. And a huge percentage of people just woke up and said, wait a second, this is a bullshit war. And you're just trying to piggyback off of nine 11. I see what you're doing. It's disgusting. And I don't want any part of it. Now we've got the COVID situation and it's just constantly changing, just never ending lies from these people. And I think a lot of, a lot of even just kind of the most, maybe not the most adamant lockdown aficionados, but, but some of the people that were sort of indifferent to the whole thing, or maybe on the fence are starting to realize, Hey, a lot of the things that we were told were lies. And if they were lies, then how do we know that the things we're being told right now aren't lies? And so I feel like a lot of people are starting to kind of lose their trust in the media. Their numbers are down. Might be because of Trump. It is probably because of Trump, but still their numbers are way down. And uh, and people are not very enthusiastic about this Biden administration. And they see a lot of like, hey, he promised us a bunch of this and now he's doing the exact opposite. And I think a lot of people are just sort of fed up with all the bullshit. And so they go looking for different sources of information. And if they can find us, you know, after the deplatforming of everybody, then then they connect with it and they go, well, I don't know if you guys are 100% right, but you sound more on on the right track than than anybody else we're listening to. And so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and I'll listen to you. And I'll and, and and you know, and we're not going to be right about all this stuff, of course. And we'll we'll get these things wrong from time to time, but but at least people figure. At least people believe. What we get wrong though, I because I'm but not really, but I know, I know. No, but, no, but, no. I'm totally for that, and I think you got. To. It might be like you know, it's. It, Sam, how big? You know, it's not, not every. We're not unified in our belief system. Let's just say that that there's there's room for 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 people to you know disagree, but but at least people know 
that we are coming from the right place, you know, that we're trying to figure it out honestly, and we're not trying to bullshit people. And we're not trying, we're not trying to push some agenda. We're just trying to get to the bottom of it. And so I think people connect with that and they respect it because they're, it's sorely missing. So before Ricky goes off, uh, and <laughs> loses his mind, I will say this. I, um, I don't know if we're winning or losing, uh, I shifted my show to kind of stay away from like political talk a little bit and just kind of focus on like goofy stuff. I'll touch on COVID every now and again, but for me, it's basically like the weather uh, and I cover it like just like that. But it, it feels like there's there's something going on. Uh, example, my wife and I, we have a, our favorite restaurant uh, here in uh, Columbus. Uh, she went in the other day and it's a, it's a mask optional restaurant. And she walked in without a mask. Everyone else had a mask on. The owner came out and was smiling. The owner didn't have a mask on. And the owner said to my wife, it's good to see another like-minded person. And they exchanged uh, pleasantries. And then before my wife left, the owner said, uh, took her like took her aside, said that we meet every Sunday for people like us. And invited her, my wife, to like this private, like underground meeting of people who don't wear masks. So I, th I think that there are more people like us. They're just not out in the open with their opinions and thoughts about what's going on. Ricky, yeah. So the I, I have go, to grab a coffee. Okay, <laughs> go, come back at ten. Well, we'll be wrapping up, uh, and I'll be done talking. Um, yeah, the whole the whole winning and losing thing. I go back and forth so much. Mike's absolutely right. There's so many people out there that once they see you take off your mask or show up without a mask, like my kids play sports. I go to a soccer practice. Everybody's wearing a fucking mask outside. You, I, I show up with no mask. You know, and what happens? Little by little, people take it off. People do. You know, so it's like I go back and forth because it, it's it boggles my mind that there's still people out there who can't see past the fact that this isn't political anymore. This isn't, you know, now you're literally harming people. You're traumatizing people and your own ideologies and your own personal views are, are traumatizing people in the long term. People in Massachusetts are happy. They, Charlie Baker just had a, uh, did an interview today where he talked about he's lifting uh, the mask mandate for kids playing sports outside like tomorrow. Well, my son has soccer practice today. Regardless if he had a medical exemption form or not, he's not wearing a fucking mask. And I wouldn't, if he didn't have it, I still wouldn't put it on him. And there are still parents who put masks on their kids today, playing soccer outside today, even though the Charlie Baker announced that tomorrow you don't have to wear one outside. Those are the type of people that scare me because those are the type of people like Charlie said in, in uh, the documentary talking about plugging. Let's plug a, a documentary that Charlie and I were both in, uh, War of the Words, um, an iconic, gr great documentary. And so I loved your line in, in that, Charlie, when you were talking about how like and I, I'm going to ruin it. I feel like I'm telling your joke and I'm going to fuck up your joke. But you want me to and, do it? The grocery store? The grocery store one. Yeah. Please tell well, me about it share that I, I you know i was i was in a mood when i recorded that i was in a i was it was late night and i was in a weird mood and i was like you know i, I said you know if if the if the media came out tomorrow and said listen we have discovered that this virus because of the atomic weight of it and the particles it likes to hover at about 
five feet. You know, that's its most natural places, right around five feet. So what we're going to need everyone to do is when you're going into a grocery store, get down on your hands and knees and crawl through the store underneath COVID. If they made that announcement on the nightly news, on all the channels, tomorrow, the next day, you would have people lined up on their hands and knees to get in. That is how, you know, and obviously I'm being a shithead about that. I'm just kind of goofing on it, oh, but I'm not too far off. No. And I, I mean, we joked about how many masks are we going to wear? And then it became a real thing. If Fauci said we needed butt plugs, we'd be walking, you'd be seeing a bunch of horsetail butt plugs. We would be selling Union of the Unwanted butt plugs <laughs> on our at our merchandise store, which, by the way, is exactly. available for people. You, you know who wouldn't buy them? Those two girls, one cop. No, they don't need them. They got <laughs> cops. <laughs> True. <laughs> they can buy a mug, which we, we you know. But my, my point is, Charlie's line was so important because there are people out there that, like I was saying, my son has soccer practice today. So many kids were still wearing masks, even though starting tomorrow, effectively tomorrow, they don't have to wear masks outside. Which fucking parent is making their kid wear a mask? Like, what are you going to do? Arrest the kid? Like, and tomorrow it's, but my point is like, you, they're so, they're so brainwashed by authority, right? If authority says like tomorrow, it's safe not to wear a mask, like you're doing it. And just, so there's so many people who just go with the herd. It's not about logic. It's not about science. It's not about what makes sense. If the TV, if the authority, if the government tells you tomorrow, you cannot wear a mask, they just do it. If they say wear one now, they just do it. Nobody pushes against the grain. That's why people like us are so important. I saw um, Sam's uh, hoodie. Cause I, growing up, I used to wear a lot of Slayer and metal. Uh, <laughs> And 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 Mike, I think Mike and I are also into some of the uh, similar music. Like I feel like the, you know, people like us who go against the grain, who like it's necessary. People who don't like rules, people who don't who don't just follow them just because we're told to. Uh, because what happened, and we saw a lot of this during 2020. There's a lot of fucking people who talk to talk, who who um who who talk, but didn't walk the walk. You know, I know a lot of fucking people who consider themselves conservatives and and right leaning and all this stuff, and now they're telling me like, "Hey, Rick, don't get mad at me, but I got the vaccine." Now I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "You watch Fox News 24 seven. You're supposed to be so anti the left." And I'm like, now you you are you just and it, it it's that's serious. how powerful guilt and shame is. Well, exactly. In in the power of propaganda, I have so many people telling me they're like, oh, but I want to travel. I want to do. I'm like, these things haven't even happened yet. You, they are literally telling you, like, just they're just starting the conversation. They're just sparking the conversation that possibly there could be a vaccine passport. That possibly you might need a a vaccine to travel. You know, and I keep telling them, I'm like, first of all, it's not even FDA approved. They have to get it FDA approved. Once we're out of a state of emergency, like these vaccines aren't even legal. They're not. They haven't gone through the whole process so they can't force you to have a vaccine that's not even fully fda approved yet uh so how about you wait till that happens instead of taking a a a, a experimental vaccine that that now you're seeing stories of and i think i've seen enough of this where i will probably talk about it. i usually don't if there's you know how it is you get so many videos you don't know what the fuck's real or not and you want to take your time and not say that hey this is real but I'm seeing enough of it where I think it's real. People are putting mag magnets next to. Is that I, I, yeah? I don't. Is that a real thing? I'm, I'm, see I'm seeing enough people saying that it, it's happening and it works. And so it's like, 
what the fuck are you putting in your body? How many people are getting, I think Bill Maher, right? He got the vaccine. He he had to cancel a, a show first time in forever because he got sick. He had COVID. He tested positive. And, and it's like, th- that's what's going on. But yet... They're Baker. all idiots, dude. They're and all the, idiots. And, and I got heckled the other day by a Satanist in, in Indianapolis, this woman who got mad that I was shitting on... I, I did a joke about uh, yeah, uh, the shitting. It's going to make me laugh now. For Well, oh. well, I did a joke about how they boarded up the, the hustler store, which is all because they didn't want BLM to burn it down. Like it's a dildo shop. Like half the dildos are black. What, what is, what are we talking about here? And like, is Antifa going to loot this? You got a bunch of white chicks fucking stealing vibrators, flicking their bean to, yeah. to oppression. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm squirting. For Floyd, right? And I just do this whole thing, and 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 I go off on 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 Hunter Biden blaming crack for why he committed treason with the Chinese government, and I'm like, I smoked a lot of crack, I never did that, right? And she just lost it on me. She lost it on me, dude. And I'm like, what's your problem? She's like, I'm a fucking Satanist, and I'm like, oh, you're a Satanist that follows the rules like what happened like the whole point of being a satanist is that you're like a punk rocker i'm not into satanism or i don't i'm not pro satanism i think it i think that's a psyop on itself but aren't you guys supposed to be like fuck you i don't do what you tell me like isn't that the whole and here you are i get it i mean if you're a satanist you probably like joe biden because you both drink baby blood but the point outside of that is like now you're just following everybody's rules and to me that is the the best. If there's anything that good came out of COVID, besides my 400 podcasts, but if there's <laughs> anything else that came out of COVID, is that the just the the complete utter exposing of how much fake punk rock there was out there. Yeah, everybody was raging. It's like you you know you were really really crazy not playing by the rules when you knew. R's and D's and every these were the good guys. These were the bad guys. Now you don't know which it is and you 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 don't have any original stance. I've never seen so many punk rockers sign up to back the state or a corporation. I just covered a story like last week that no effects was guilted off of not playing punk rock bowling in Las Vegas because they said in 2017 during the Vegas shooting that at least it was at least it was a bunch of country fans that died. And it's, like, it, it, you know, it's a crass joke, but, you know, that's what they do. And uh, it's a joke that happened a few years ago, but they, they still get guilted off of not playing at the punk fest. And there are no effects. They they piss people off. They, but, yeah. They, and and so, many, so many artists are, are getting the vaccine and they're, uh, was it Aerosmith or who was it that did a, 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 a song about getting the vaccine? I was some old. Mick Jagger. Well, Mick, 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 yeah. no, Mick Jagger did uh, just easy sleazy talking about the vaccine in the, the situation. Uh, but there's been so many songs like praising vaccines, so many parody songs. It's, it's fucking sick. Well, I mean, uh, sick isn't I, good. Traveling today, I, I see mass DOT signs, you know, state signs that usually if there's a warning or, you know, if it's bad weather, it says drive slow or whatever. It's saying, get the vaccine here. This is how you get it. This is how you get it. You know, it's like, and it's all of it, the way they word it, the vaccine, like, it's such manipulation because there's not only one vaccine and there's not only one type of vaccine. So they're they're basically saying it doesn't matter what type of vaccine you get. Get them all. Collect them all like it's Pokemon cards. Like, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And people, 
brag about it openly. They just, oh, which one did you get? Which one did I get? You know, and it's just people. It it shows the monkey see monkey do do. I mean, when you have Run DMC singing about getting the vax with all the Tuskegee experiment shit. Well, have you guys seen Tuscanini? What is it? Uh, Which one's the pasta? Which one's the experiment? I think Tuscanigi, Tusta, Tuscan, Tuscany. Tuscany is the place, right? And that's. Tuscany is the place. We want to go to Tuscany. Tuscany is also the place. Tuscany, not Tuscanini is um, the uh, pasta, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Tuscanini. Run DMC is pro pasta. Yeah. The <laughs> experiment, yeah, is when they threw uh, Parmesan on people, right? <laughs> on African Americans. Uh, yeah. I think that's. Yeah, the CIA threw Parmesan on uh, guys who are getting hookers. <laughs> Yeah, but if you if you remember, if if you if you if you studied that Spars document that ran the scenario for a, a fictional pandemic, they had a, a fake rapper named BZ mm. who mentions Tuskegee and loses all his credibility. Mm. And uh, after he's out promoting it and telling everybody to go get it and everything, so in this, in, so and his hashtag was vac- vaccines work, and the same with Run DMCs, and in real life was va- hashtag vaccines work. So. It's not or, it's not authentic or organic. These oh. people are being paid to do this. But where, slowly, where are we at in the in this in the spars document now? Where are we? I mean, where we are, we are not quite <clears throat> to the point where everybody that took the vaccine gets encephalitis. But that's in the that's October. I, what's encephalitis? Oh, I don't know. Right, what right is encephalitis? My birthday. It's, so much it's, for getting any birthday gifts. <laughs> no, you're getting mad cow disease for your birthday if you if you got a shot. That's uh, potential. my brother's According like Paul Revere scene. of this vaccine. Just hey, get the vaccine. Everybody in my family is just riding through the fucking village, trying to get everybody to get the vaccine. But doesn't that send? Doesn't that? Isn't that suspicious to everybody that that there is such a coordinated push for this? untested rush to market experimental medicine that they're that they're calling a vaccine it's got all the liability protections that that they could possibly get and the ad campaign is so over the top and heavy and so disingenuous that like are we the only people that are seeing this bullshit and i feel like it's it's fucking obvious but they're they're spreading around like the video two girls one cup and it's horrible, you know it. It's some people think it's fake, but re- regardless, it's just awful. And people are sharing it with like that. It's I don't need to see it. It's fine. Have, I don't need to get shot. Have you guys heard about? So there's a, a, a where did I, I wish I could remember where I saw, uh, saw this, but two guys, yeah. one horse. There we go. <laughs> yeah, one, one man, one cup. podcast. <laughs> just tell me which video you want me to put on the TV in the back while we're talking. <laughs> one man, one jar. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. But uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Wow, that got me. There's no way I could get. Hey, I know how to get 18 you. 18 million views, though, if you do. Yeah. <laughs> Go to meatspin.com. No, lemonparty.org. No, 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 no. Those are the people who should be getting vaccinated, right? Yeah, the people right. at the lemon party. Well, you yeah, know, it's like, it's like when you take a look at all these people, right, that are getting it. And, you know, it's like I love my fellow comics, I love them all. So many of my friends are in L.A., but this one comedy club put out, you know, you have to show your vaccine card to get in here. And the amount of blue check marks that were celebrating it, people that I know, 
and love, still love, still love them to death. Even if we don't see the world, I, I'm, I, I still love them to pieces. But the way they're celebrating, show me your papers. And at the same time, marching against Nazis. It just, it makes no fucking sense. And not that I want anyone to do bad, because I have family members who take the vaccine. I hope that what we talk about doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's this giant psyop to get our loosh. But outside our family and friends, do we got to save everybody? I mean, do we? I mean, are, do we save everybody? If I, I mean, people just tell me to wear a mask. People walk around with fucking shields on, like people going around spitting on people. It just makes no sense to me with sneeze guards looking like shitty welders. And you're just like, did you get spit on at some point? What happened? These fucking, and then you got these businesses that are hurting for business. Then thinking they could t kick us out if we don't wear a mask. It makes no sense. I've seen, uh, this is the problem. Like It seems like there's 30% of the population, maybe 40, that are extremely vocal about uh, the vaccine passport. And I have friends, much like you, Sam, that are like, they're, they're Paul Revere's of, of the vaccine. And I, and I still love them. I mean, if they want to do that, fine. But they're, I see them, it's almost like they're guilting businesses. Like they're guilting us in, like businesses, so they're guilting us into fascism. Which is really weird. It's almost like a ground up, like a grassroots fascist campaign. It's bizarre, but they're like begging for a security state. No, I don't even know what fascism. You know, someone put this tweet out. What is liberals it? call everything out everything fascism except for fascism? Yes, it's unbelievable. They have no clue what fascism is and how it operates. I feel and like it just actually makes me what we have is sad. Is is corporatism? Yeah, where, where it's the corporations and the state work instead of fascism. Corporations and the state working for the benefit of the state. If it, in corporatism we have corporations and the state working for the benefit of the corporations, because who's winning here? Corporations seem to. They've got total immunity. Uh, I'm talking about the vaccine manufacturers. They have total immunity and a built-in marketplace from governments that are buying billions and billions of dollars worth of this. They've got they've got the legislation for traditional vaccines in some states to make them mandatory for all kids. I mean, who's really benefiting? The government isn't benefiting. And and, and I have a question. For, they're getting more for, control, right? Aren't they getting kind of more control? They get more. Well, so so the the government gets more control. The corporations get more money. And so that they are partnered up in this, this whole thing. But like, I have a question for the most, just the, the average person out there that's, that's watching it. Like when was the last time your government gave a flying fuck about you? Oh. Why do you think they are trying so hard and are so concerned with your health? when they never are before. They, they poison the food. They poison the water. They don't clean up the pollution. They debase the currency. They do every shitty trick to you. They tax the shit out of you on every level, but they care about you. They care about your, your, your physical well-being. Like, call me suspicious, but I don't trust them at suspicious. all. And, 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 I don't, and I don't know why people are so willing to just do exactly what the government tells them to do, right? With, with no pushback at all because they have such a track record of being shitty to us. So, so like, I don't, I, like the people that are cheerleading for the, 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 the vaccine passports and everything, they have no idea about history. They've clearly never read a history book in their well, life. They've been, they've been put in a state of fear for what, over a year now. 
and they're willing. So this is my fear with the UFO disclosure. And people think, oh, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, you know, uh, flying saucers. No, it, there's a very, they're positioning it as a threat. A very, yeah. The next PTSD moment, the next, the next thing where they need 30% of the population to be very loud about something because Mars is going to blow us up. I know it sounds bizarre, but when you're in a state of another state of fear, you'll you'll still start doing stuff. So we're being transitioned into the next phase of whatever this shit is. Now, in regards to what now, I remember what I was going to say. The, in in there regards to, I just wanted to share. Oh, no. Hey, no, I'm in. I'm in. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I, I so the CDC. I think it was the CDC who said this. There it was some official report that if you get harm, if you if your employer. Force or, or says that you have to be vaccinated to work there, then the liability is on the employer if you get injured by the vaccine. So, you know, once that starts going around, I mean, I think employers hopefully will start getting a little bit more nervous about enforcing their employees to get vaccinated because, I mean, that's that's crazy to think that, um, you know, you could get sued because of a... But, I mean, that's what you get. You don't force people to get an experimental vaccine. It's amazing how many people, like you guys have been saying, are all about this vaccine, promoting this vaccine, going around telling other people they should get it, and yet nobody knows a damn fucking thing about it. Nobody knows that... I, I looked for that Eugenio, um, that Mex Mexican uh, actor who, who interviewed... Fauci and actually gave him his only hard interview and actually called him out and had follow-up questions about like, you know, how the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of it. It doesn't stop you from getting it. I mean, it's like the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine doesn't stop you from getting the flu or spreading the flu. You know, it's same thing with this vaccine. But yet, we've been sold this illusion that if you get the vaccine, things will go back to normal. Well, the only way a vaccine would make things go back, completely back to normal, if it stopped to spread and stop you from getting it. If it doesn't do either one of those things, why do people keep repeating this? And it just shows the power of the propaganda. It shows that's. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? If if ninety if ninety because there's going to be a portion of the population that just won't get the vaccine. You know that people like us. I'm sure. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know your personal uh, uh, records, but I'm assuming you guys more or less probably uh, aren't getting it. My, none of my close my family i mean my kids haven't been vaccinated by any vaccine never mind this is definitely not gonna be the first one they get jabbed with but you know then vaccinate the the 90 percent of dumbasses filter out the idiots and and you know let them get it if they want to take that risk take that i'm not risk. gonna call them idiots or dumbasses i, I think that's i think that's actually unfair they're like our federal fellow citizens fellow man i don't want to call them that they've been they've been fed How about mouth br br mouth br breathers Okay, that's that's fine. Okay, so obviously I'm I'm being a little sarcastic. Call them all dumbasses, and we love them. They yeah. just they just fuck hey. traffic up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I I just think that if if there's going to be if if the goal is to 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 vaccinate that percentage of the population that they can talk into getting it, then fucking do it. Then then that's fine. And and but the the you know. Le Leave us alone eventually. That's my, what I hope would happen if I want to be optimistic. Now, what I worry about is like it's just going to be endless. We're just like it's you're just going to constantly be pushing it on people and getting it getting to a point like we we're talking about a vaccine passport. You can't work somewhere if you don't get vaccinated, and and that's the fear. The fear is like okay, let's try to get everybody, and let's just basically make it so difficult to even 
be free, enjoy life to its fullest, unless you just <laughs> finally give in, you know? Uh, I mean, and that's kind of like my concern a little bit. I think I, I keep telling people optimistically, like how could they force you to get a vaccine if you can show a negative test, right? Like it's just as good. So I'm like, as long as you can get a negative test, you can bypass the whole vaccine. Thing. Or how about you show you had it? Yeah. And well, the you beat it. I mean, like really the truth of the matter is, it's like, can you tell me what is the difference between getting it naturally and beating it naturally and getting the vaccine? What is the difference? Money. Oh, outside of that. I mean, it's somebody telling me that, oh, I don't have the right or you don't have the right or any of that stuff. What, what is the honest difference? Well, if I had it and beat it, why could, why do I need the vaccine? But what you're you saying don't. is such a, a, a important point. Cause I've said this uh, on my show before, if they truly, truly cared about getting the vaccine to people who are high risk, why the fuck wouldn't you be checking people for antibodies and saying, you know what, you're ready. You have natural immunity. Let's save this vaccine for somebody who actually needs it. But they're not doing that. They're just saying, let's vaccinate everybody. Antibody tests is, is not even in the conversation. Nobody has ever even publicly brought that up. Like, let's test people for natural immunity. See if, I mean, so many people have gotten it. You would assume there's a huge part of the population that you could just not give it to that, that, that wouldn't need it. And, and that's not even in the conversation because the con because that's the thing, like how much more fucking evidence that people need that it's not about stopping the virus. It's not like it, I've gotten to the point where just like, okay, if I, if you're still buying into this, it's, I mean, you're, you're basically just, you know, there's, there's probably no getting through to you. No, no. The, the, there's a lot of people that have made up their minds on this. Um, and there's an interesting study that I saw that over the last couple of months that was from the old days. But the, the KGB was 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 uh, sharing part of of their um, tactics. And the, there was it said that if you subject people to constant fear for 60 days straight, that after that point, You'll put them in a state of mind that no contra contradictory evidence will ever change their minds after that point. If you've scared them with, say, a virus for 60 days and then news comes out, as an example, uh, you don't have to be scared about this anymore. We figured it all out. It's not as bad as you thought. It won't matter to them. So I'm sure maybe that's not the case in every single person. But – the KGB knew how to, you know, they knew what they were doing when it came to psychological warfare and, and, and tactics like that. So, so are we part of a gigantic psychological experiment? Is this about compliance rather than science? I mean, I feel like exactly. it is because one hundred percent the science is a spiritual war. Sense. It has nothing to do with money or 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 really power, power to, in control. But you know, I, it's just it, this is one hundred percent a spiritual war in this realm. And the, the, I think that I think they've been exposed. I think more and more people are waking up. I think there's some people who know that some weird's going on, and they just want it to stop. I would tell you that the whole reason half of you guys voted for Biden, even though not not enough to win the election, but you think you did. Uh, you voted for him because you wanted the the chaos to stop. And guess what? They didn't. They actually cranked it up even more. It went from like fucking Trump being a meanie to it's 
hellfire. Everything's bad. There's nothing good. And you, you deserve that if you still watch the news. If you still watch the news at this point and you live in anxiety, nobody can help you. How many times do they got to get caught lying to you? I think the same thing's going on right now with Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin, I'm, and we can talk about whether Bitcoin's a new world order or whatever, but man, there's a real movement by Elon Musk, who is the friendly billionaire we all love. Even, you know, he's saying the same thing sometimes that Bill Gates is saying, but we like Elon because he goes on Joe Rogan, right? That's why we, we don't like, we don't like uh, Bill Gates because he wears creepy sweaters and puts Kevin Klein in a fucking wig, right? That's, that's what we don't like about him, right? But they're saying the same thing a lot of stuff. And now this whole movement to destroy crypto. I mean, I know people think it's New World Order, but I know people who have, haven't gotten generational rich. But man, they've made more money than they were going to make doing anything else. And now all of a sudden it's gone to shit. Why? Because they want to buy it all. And they also want to, there's this movement to let you know that the, the elites can do anything they want and the masses can't do anything to stop it. And most of it's a psyop, but that is part of the psyop is to steal your louche. Look at all this. You know, I just did something on Q again. We had some people, they're not Q people. They were Q people. They, they have their own views on it, which I kind of agree with them on some of the stuff. But for me, a lot of the information in Q is real. It had to be to get the most paranoid people to believe in it. But I think some of it was put out so that when we exposed everything that was going on, that nothing would happen and that would crush our spirits. And you kind of saw that, right? Yeah, with, yeah. With, with the right that, oh my God, no arrests happened. Everyone got defeated. I think, but I think the information was real because it had to be to get you, get you one, to buy into it and two, to crush your soul. I think some so, of it was real. I think uh, with any good disinformation campaign that there has to be real and fake information mixed in and one discredits the other. So I, th I think there was real information in there, but it was like a Pied Piper campaign to destroy people's wills and hopes and dreams. Have you guys watched the HBO uh, Q documentary? I haven't watched it yet. Honestly, I didn't want to watch it because anytime I see documentaries like that on a major platform, I'm like, oh, this is just going to be one of those documentaries that say they're all crazy. They're going to bring up Pizzagate. They're going to you know, just try to pigeonhole everybody who has any views similar to this um and but and then i found out because the the director or producer was on media roots with abby martin and robbie martin and um i found out from the intro of that podcast that he's also the documentary filmmaker who did terms and conditions may apply and if you haven't seen that documentary it's a phenomenal documentary it used to be on netflix some years ago it's not on there now i remember contacting him trying to get him on because i thought it was so ahead of the curve and it really was it was because i mean it's it's pretty old it's called terms and conditions may apply but it was all about how they purposely use uh, language that's hard for us to understand they purposely uh, make it hard to read all these techniques they use to basically get us to just go Okay, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree to this. I agree to that. Every time there's an update, you're just like, I'm not fucking reading this shit. I agree. I agree. And you're giving up everything. And um, th there is even some evidence of how they've, ch in some cases, they'll change the terms and conditions and not even tell you, you know, and the people will have like screenshots or some archive uh, photos of it and be like, hey, you changed it. You didn't ask me to agree on it again. And uh, so, but that guy's the guy who did the queue documentary so i'm like okay maybe i'll give it the benefit of the doubt that maybe this guy's um 
you know, he might not be one of those people just trying to debunk anything that, uh, you know, that that's a, in a cons- labeled a conspiracy theory. Kev Baker told me to watch it. He said it was he said it was really good. And he's he's been like these Q people or morons for a long time, you know, like like the hardcore ones. He's been bashing them for a while, so he's not like in that camp, but he said he said you should watch it. It's really good. So, um my whole I, thing is, you know, it's like how many people come forward that I'm the I, I I create Q. It's like it's like Q is a baby. I'm Maury Povich and it's mom banged everybody on the the, the fucking block and now she's accusing everybody of being the dad and you know i don't know man I, I i don't know i i just found it really interesting you know i just had a guy on that told me like so much of the woody allen stuff was just completely manipulated in the doc and it's so interesting because i didn't want to watch the q thing because i'm like i'm gonna listen to hbo about q and then right. i go but i totally listened to the HBO one on Woody Allen because I hate pedophiles, right? So again, I, I'm kind of falling into my own thing where I'm picking and choosing the information I want to get. I had this guest on. He brought up some really great stuff that the doc never even told you about Mia Farrell. That was just like unbelievable and opened your mind to that. Yeah, there could be a a, 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 a mis- disinformation campaign going on. So, I, you know, it's just like, I was talking because these people were like in the past Q and I basically think the people who filed Q did the only thing that they can do at that point outside of overthrowing the government. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, look, nothing happened. I'm like, what do you want to overthrow the government? You're not doing anything. I mean, how many people like are just like the Russian collusion stuff? We're just like, oh, man, oh, man, nothing happened. Did they did? Do they get shit still? No, but the Q people did. What I saw a lot of Q people do is that they seem to pull all their energy out. And everything to me is about energy. They pulled their energy out of the two-party system. Neither party's getting any funding They because everyone's like, go fuck yourself. Uh, they're not watching cable television. Disney, Netflix, their subscribers are going down. Tell Nobody's watching TV. I mean, like across the board, I, I don't know what else you could do. Like what? Besides overthrowing the government, but we all kind of agree we got some good going on here, and we don't want to really hit a complete and utter reset. And when that reset comes, it's gonna have to be really. Na- I live in L.A. I watch the guy who I've given twenty bucks to every time I see him fuck around on his iPhone. He's a homeless guy with an iPhone. I mean, that's where we are. So I don't know what's coming or what was. I just know, like for me, man, I don't watch the news. I have a couple sports teams that I watch only because I grew up with sports. Outside of that, I'm checked out, and I've never been happier. And I think a lot of people that did the Q shit and who listen to our podcast are like that, and that's why our podcasts are so popular, because they need something to listen to, something to digest. And our shows, our shows are food for your soul, and that's my opinion. My food's. My, I thought Ricky went uh, long, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> my Mike's show is is junk food. Yeah, sure. absolute trash junk food. <laughs> fried, just a bunch of fried food, but, but it it's, tastes good, but, man. It's like <laughs> it it's, tastes good. Show is like a bag of cheese. It'll make man. I can't put well, it down. It's funny how like so the PizzaGate thing, the the Q thing, like even though from the outside looking in, a lot of people laugh at it, but I think it turned a lot of people. It it was their awakening. I mean, I just had Kate awakening on my show 
And she's, you know, Q is what kind of like helped her open up the Pizzagate thing. Like it was that era of of time where she kind of just got exposed to all this stuff. I mean, I think a lot of us, we've kind of been deep in that rabbit hole for a long time. So it's like, but so I think some good came out of it. Yeah. Allegedly in that documentary, they at some point in that series, uh, they have a pretty good hunch on who Q was and what was happening. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, waiting and seeing, you know, what I'm going to find or if, if legitimately there's some evidence that they, they know who it could have been. There was some interesting parts in the documentary where I wasn't even aware of it because I didn't follow it that closely, but where Trump would say things that seem like he was repeating what Q said or vice versa. And, um, and, and little, so, but I mean, if you're a politician, one thing you're pretty good at is, is knowing how to, you know, play to your crowd. Right. And, and if you know that your followers are big into this, why not give them little hints, little, you know, like, Hey, I'm on your team. Uh, uh, you know, so, and, and also, do you think there's a correlation between, there seem to be a lot of religious people that, how do I say this without, saying it incorrectly where I'm offending anybody where if you're religious, you don't really need a whole lot of evidence to have faith in something, you know, where, and, and, and exactly. And where I seem, it seems like a lot of cute people were religious and, and, and it seemed like maybe that was like, okay, I'm going to have faith that this is what I think it is, that some something good's going to come out of this, that um, there really is a movement, that we're going to arrest all these pedophiles. I mean, that was something we kept hearing over and over again, all these pedophiles that are being arrested. But Ricky, then- there's every group has its own opium, whether it's Q or critical race theory or UFOs. Like every group, there is like hopium for every group. And that group will just say, look at those stupid assholes over there. Meanwhile, you're, you're gobbling up something different. And... Q, the Q people just fell into their version of it. I mean, other people have their own versions of it. Like this, the, the government's great; they're going to save us all. You know, it's yeah. uh, there's a bunch of different things going on, different operations to get everyone. I'm glad it woke a bunch of people up. That's nice. You know, it woke. What I didn't like about Q was it woke them up and then immediately diverted them into the Republican Party, which point, is yeah. no place to be. You know, I mean, that's not, you're not going to get the truth if you're affiliated with one of the two parties. That's just understood. But it also woke them up and then told them to go stand in the corner and wait. Wait for the plan. Trust the plan. Wait, you know, just hang on. The Patriots are working. White hats are working. We're getting it all sorted out. These things don't happen overnight. Just go stand over there in the corner and wait. So I don't like, I don't like any of that. But I do like that the people were waking up to, hey, there, there is government fuckery happening all the time. They're into all sorts of nefarious things. And now there's a a, a nice segment of the population that is at least aware of that and is looking for it. You know, now can you go down the rabbit holes? Look, we've all gone down the rabbit holes. I think we all get one mulligan on this. Well, everybody gets a free pass to, to, to get, to get some aspect wrong, you know, because Look, let's be honest. We're we're up against like professional disinformation agents and and and, and hardcore uh, intelligence assets and people that do this for a living and that are professionals and know exactly how to manipulate people. So if you fall into one of these traps and and, and it, it it's a, a cul-de-sac and you don't get anywhere with it, just like brush yourself off and say like do better next time and don't you know do a better job of checking your sources and making sure that you you know we all get it we're all going to get it wrong but. I do like the enthusiasm of the Q people 
that sort of woke up and were like, let's change something, you know, like let, let, there's something going on. Let's fix it. Well, good. You missed the boat on the Q stuff maybe, but stay aware and stay awake and, and, and there, cause you're going to see more of it. You're going to see far more of this stuff as we go into, and we started talking about the, you know, the UFO things at the beginning, like just take the, when we know that's coming at some point, take the, the, the hysteria of COVID and how that changed people that you thought were totally normal, reasonable, rational people and turn them into fearful, uh, you know, totally fearful of everything. And just think about what they will do with a professional disinformation campaign wrapped around UFOs. Holy shit. We are in trouble. fine. (laughs) People are going to lose their minds, and so we're we better we better educate and like do a, a good job with the, with this going through this Q thing into COVID of waking people up. So by the time we get to the eight the fake alien invasion, uh, everyone just goes, "I've seen this before. I know exactly what you people are doing. I'm not falling for it." Yeah, and I'd rather people be more skeptical than less skeptical. You know, and, and question everything. Yeah, I mean, it, again, the the Q thing, and it's not the the Basham because I, I think that there's probably a lot of people who started there, and they're going to end up becoming one of us in the future, where they're going to be like, okay, I'm starting to see that, you know, some of these other things. Let me let me kind of plant my flag on these things that are more concrete instead of like thinking that Trump is the savior that's gonna, you know, he's this greater power that's gonna figure it all out for us. Um, because that's the other thing too. Like there was action, but there was some people who who waited back and and because they thought things were gonna happen, all these things were gonna happen that never happened. And you still see some people making those excuses where it's like, oh no, no, we just this is a you know he's gonna figure it out. Like he's still gonna come back and 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 you know he's gonna run again and and all this other stuff. I just don't like. I shouldn't say I don't like, but I think there's there's gonna be you're going to have blind spots when when you end up putting that much faith in a person, you know, in one person. And it seemed like a lot of them put a lot of faith in, in Trump. And it's like, you know, I think especially during the whole lockdown, I think in many cases, we probably all agreed with Trump more often than not in regards to like, he seemed like he was fighting back a little bit against Big Pharma. He seemed like he was... um pushing back a little bit against the medical uh, mafia and establishment, you know, with him butting heads with Fauci and stuff like that. But uh, so that's good. But that doesn't mean you have to agree with him on everything and that he's going to save us, you know, because obviously, yeah. Well, he even, he started with that and then he switched to Operation Warp Speed. Yeah. Where he brought the military in to, to be in charge of the vaccine. So he went from a guy that early on when he got elected, I was like, Hey, I mean, he knows what's going on with the vaccines. He's got, he, he, he's, you know, he's expressed that before he became president. He knew he had an idea about that there, they were not as, as they appear to be. And then this COVID situation breaks out and he starts to push back a little bit. I was like, mm, this is interesting. And then he goes full operation warp speed. And I was like, okay, see, that's what you get. If you even give it, you even start to believe in these guys for, for a minute. They, they will they will lose you at some point. They will fuck you over at some point. Basically, <laughs> trying to get elected as a politician is a guy trying to get laid. He'll say yeah. whatever he has to say to get, to get there. And then yeah. that's why women go crazy. Because afterwards, like, what? what? What happened to all the love? And all? Oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, I just like, got to do what you got to do, right? You know, to get, and that's, that's kind of getting elected. Every four years, some politicians try to get down our pants. They say whatever we want. Take us to freaking cheesecake factory 
buy us everything we want. And then at the once they hit it, they're like, bye bye, see you another four years. And it's just the way it is. I mean, like, there's so much going on in this country. We should have a way to, I mean, like, the, the things that need to change in this country, it's going to be so hard to get to happen. It has to be overwhelming because we are all the power. One, term limits. Two, get rid of lobbying. That's the I only way it could get done. Both of those things. Yeah, get, get rid of Citizens United. That, that dual citizenship, get rid of that too. Yeah, and and the Federal Reserve, we'd be in a lot. Yeah, of there's, there's, look, there's some there's some real low hanging fruit. Um, difficult things to do. Don't get me wrong, but but if you you took care of like four or five different things, if you you could just change those, uh, you'd have a much different landscape. You know, Bill, Bill Clinton. Uh, in his eight years was so destructive. And Sam is, I know Sam is going to agree with me on this, but he, he, when he deregulated the, the telecom industry and allowed all these companies to click up into these mega corporations, that just really stifled the flow of information. And, and we are feeling the results of that when it goes from 50 media companies down to five major ones. And then we, you know, we, we're like, this is all fake news. Well, of course it's all fake news. Then you throw in the Smith Munt Modernization Act of 2012, which legalized propaganda. And it's like, it's a wonder we know anything. I don't know shit. <laughs> well, dude, well, the truth is, if you think you know anything, you're falling for the psyop. Head right, on a right. swivel, dog. Head on a swivel. For sure. That's that's so important. You People should... That's the thing. I guess that's probably one of my biggest issues with not just Q, but with any ideology is that the second you subscribe to something, you've stopped questioning things. You've stopped thinking. You've stopped you know, just being curious because it's like, okay, this is my team. You know, and, and like you guys know, it's like sports or anything else. Like, this is my team now. I have to defend it. Like I've made it here. I've I've stopped thinking. That's why. Like I I had this like just this um this thought experiment the other day where I was thinking to myself. I'm like, what if evidence started coming out that the reason they were trying to vaccinate everybody was because this was some bio warfare from China. They know it. And this thing could have killed all these people and the government didn't want to start a world war and the world panicking. So they wanted to vaccinate everybody with this cure that would protect us. And I'm like, obviously, that's not what's going on. But I'm saying, like, would I resist that theory if evidence came out? Like, uh, basically, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, how how sold am I on on this uh, where I stand on on this issue or any issue, you know, and would I be willing to to backtrack and say, like, OK, there's new evidence let me reevaluate things. And I think that's something that people should do all the time. I would. I'd backtrack. If, if it came out, if they would just say, listen, it was a bioweapon. It was accidentally released. And we we couldn't tell you up front because we didn't want to start a war with China. But honestly, it didn't have to be a war with China anyways. They could just say China accidentally released it. And we're, we're trying to cover up for their mistake. That's it. And then, you know. See, my problem is it's like. You know, I, I do a show called Conspiracy Social Club with a guy that totally believes the official narrative. I love him the pieces. And, you know, it's like everything just for him is like, well, it just went wrong. Every time it went wrong. Every single time. <laughs> and every single time the people who are in charge somehow got more money and more power every single time. And the whole thing I got to go is what what is up with those 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 Chinese people falling in the streets, dying from COVID. Like where does that fit in any kind 
of discussion of like where, and then I know you guys were saying that the government was a good guy in this, but I'm just like, how can you explain that? That was done to kick off the paranoia and yeah. the fear and the right. leverage death against the scarcity of life. And yeah. to me, it's just crazy. Yeah, I think we should always keep ourselves, give ourselves the flexibility to change our minds about the way we feel on uh, these topics if new evidence that contradicts our, our existing belief is presented to us, new and real evidence. I mean, we should all be just searching for the truth, right? And and if we, and maybe not get too married to one position or another. But where that changes is the fact that we have a long history with our government of them being deceptive liars and killing their own people and doing all kinds of horrible shit. So it's not like this is a brand new relationship that we have. They have a long track record of doing shit like this. So even if they did come out and say, and even if I was just saying, I'm going to be as objective as I can. And they came out and the new narrative was, well, look, it was China. It was a bioweapon. We wanted to save you all and everything. I just, I don't know that I could ever fully wrap my head around that because of their past, you know, because they're not innocent participants. They have, they have poisoned the alcohol, you know, in, in, when, when they made alcohol uh, illegal during prohibition, they po poisoned the alcohol and killed 10,000 people. They've experimented on their own people. They've released gas into the subway systems. They've done horrible shit to us. Yeah, the Parmesan yeah. on the blacks. Remember that? Yeah, horrible. Yeah, I can't, I can't give them a pass on that. So the if they Parmesan's on the blacks, never forget. Hey, buy never forget. Buy the URL. It'll be our next show. <laughs> okay. I have to do it. <laughs> Anytime there's anything that says the government is trying to do to save us, that's when you should automatically assume it's a psyop. That's yeah. my well, whole I, I mean, to your friend, Sam, um, Brian, he thinks every, every, a series of events just went wrong. Well, they went just right for people seeking immense amount of power and more wealth, like a lot more wealth. So it went right for certain groups of people. It just went wrong for the majority of us, like everything well, else. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, that sounds, I guess, logical until you find out about Event 201, until oh. you find out about uh, the demonization of vitamin D. Well, don't bring that up. Prior to 2020, it was not that dangerous to talk about vitamin D and vitamin C. I mean, there's probably thousands and millions of shows on YouTube that talked about how vitamins can help your immune system. And then all of a sudden, 2020, you couldn't say that. All these doctors that were being suppressed, doctors that weren't conspiracy theorists, these were doctors that just had different opinions being suppressed. Uh, videos of people who got the vaccine and, and, and died soon after. Though, you know, any reports on those stories, gone. Why would they suppress all that? So it's like, I'm all for the fact that like sometimes things can be coincidental. Like maybe, maybe they weren't a part of it. Maybe it just happened and they're taking advantage of a situation. But when there's that many dots, you have to start connecting them. And I think the thing is about a lot of people like ourselves who are deep into these, these stories and, and this information is that when you put all the dots together, it makes sense. Like the image becomes clear, but a lot of people, they get like a little dot, they get a dot here and then they go on with their lives. They're getting force fed propaganda, propaganda, propaganda. And then, you know, they find this other little piece of evidence that the propaganda could be a lie, but 
they already forgot about the other dot because that was like a couple weeks ago. So it's like it, sometimes it takes, and this just reminds me of that. I'm sure you guys have watched it. It's one of my favorite 9-11 documentaries. It's called Press for Truth about the widows, the four widows. And if you watch that, the widows talked about and these were the women that actually forced the 9-11 commission report because it wasn't even going to happen until Jersey these widows. Girls. Yeah, the Jersey uh, uh, women. And um, and th- they got exposed to what was going on. And some of them were even Bush uh, uh, supporters. They voted for Bush. And what happened was that they found a website where they connect. It was, I forget who the guy is. I wish I could give him credit. But he connected all these articles and these dots. And he put in a timeline like all these things that didn't make sense. And the widows were like, until you see them all together, you didn't realize how big of a conspiracy really was, how much of a cover-up, how much fuckery there was. And it's the same thing with a lot of these stories. Like when when we say it's obvious, it's obvious because we've we have all those dots and we've seen them all together. Yeah. And but some people they get a little piece of evidence, and then like I said, they're, they're surrounded by people who are giving them the other side of the story, and then you know they don't have the benefit of putting all these dots together. So, uh, you know, I guess in, in that regards, I'm I'm kind of almost saying like I give them the benefit of the doubt that you know they're just not going down these rabbit holes. And then that's why Rockfin, Rockfin, Rockfin. I sound like Jason Burmis, but Rockfin and websites like that are so important. Because if you do want to do some research, if you do want to learn about some of the things we're discussing, it's almost become impossible just to be an average person just Googling something, a topic that you're intrigued with and finding any piece of evidence or any information that's even uh, goes against the grain even slightly. And that's why we need Odyssey. We need Rockfin. We need Flow. We need you know, uh, Tinder. I'm kidding. But um, we need all these websites that are... are you can Grindr. actually... Go- Grinder. That's what you. That's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. so, <laughs> you need these websites because, in in all seriousness, I mean, this is a a, a war. You know, this is we're literally in a war of uh, of info wars, right? To, to we're in an info up. war. That's right. And we're we're in an info war, and without these platforms. It would be impossible for these people. I mean, now I can tell people like, go to Odyssey, go to Bitchu, go to Rockfin, you know, search these shows, search, uh, you know, this information, you can find it. But, you know, if, if they don't even know these websites are, are there and they exist, how are people ever going to find this information? So it's like, in, in a way, I almost feel bad for them because it, there could be people who, who think there is something weird about this whole thing. And then you go home, let me go on Google, let me go on the search engines that I'm used to and search and be like, well, that's weird because Mike and Charlie and Sam are telling me this is going on and I can't find any evidence of it. So they're fucking lunatics, you know, and so I'm I'm finishing a book right now and it's and I've got stuff that I'm going back through and footnoting, you know, going to pull the articles where I, I knew that there is some particular event and going to look up and try and find the articles and they're gone. They're just not there, you know, and, and a lot. And, and and it's like, you know, if somebody wants to fact check me and they will, and and they're going to go look and they're not going to find any of this evidence yet. And yet it's actually, you know, it's that, I mean, it really happened things. So, so that is, boy, how do you, how do you quantify that? The, the removal of information. I mean, this is, this is something that is, uh, I mean, after going through 2020, one of the more devious components of it is the the relationship of big tech and all of this, and how they've skewed results, and uh, and and 
and you know manipulated things so that certain evidence isn't there like you said you talk about vitamin d vitamin d seriously you're gonna ban vitamin d videos are you out of your mind like what are what the fuck are we doing here this is insane that youtube is doing is doing that so so there so if that's happening and it is it has to be part of an agenda it, it just has to be you don't you wouldn't do that without somebody telling you to do it such an in, it's incongruent with logic you wouldn't go say all of a sudden we got to ban start banning vitamin d videos people go why and you go i don't know because the atlantic council told us to something's coming we got to get rid of it so it it's the role of of big tech in deciding who gets to see information and who doesn't holy shit it's extremely devious and very it's very powerful um you know very something that we we all need to pay attention to and what pisses me off the most about all this is when my cuz i can handle what's going on in the world pretty well i think and try to stay level minded but when it affects my kids that's what really pisses me off and the thing is my son has a medical exemption form for not wearing a mask and he, i would argue with him like the last couple of weeks i'd argue with him before soccer because he's so sick of other kids who don't like who who just don't know why he's not wearing a mask uh asking him why aren't you wearing a mask why aren't you wearing a mask and to the point where like i'm he wants to wear one just so he's left alone and he can't even go to soccer and just play the sport with and have fun and and just be himself like it should be a enjoyment it should be something that uh, a fun part of the day and he's getting this this you know this anxiety and the stress before soccer because he's like i think somebody's going to ask me again i think somebody's going to you know point or whatever and 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 you know go to the coach or whatever and i'm like just go have fun don't worry about it i'm like i'll be right there have him come talk to me and um but and then i'm thinking to myself I'm like jesus i'm like this kid, like, if you put a mask on him, he's being traumatized by wearing a mask. If you don't put a mask on him, he's being traumatized by not by being one of the only kids who who isn't wearing one. I'm like, you just—it's almost unavoidable. And then, you know, you to think about like the poor kids that the parents really bought into all this, who who now like are dealing with the parents screaming at them because they're not getting hand sanitizer every time they walk by it who you know who are wearing the mask underneath their nose you're yelling at your kid put it on top. i mean these poor kids are long-term effects and then when you talk to people about this like oh you really think that they know that they're i'm like i don't think they give a shit i'm like think about that even recent history the iraq war like do we give a fuck that we didn't have any justification to go to iraq do we give a fuck the fact that libya is a mess do we give a fuck that we're giving weapons to moderate what the fuck's a moderate rebel i mean um i i still laugh every time i hear that term um what is there a questionnaire like hey check off like like what well, how do you know if they're a moderate rebel and you're just giving weapons to people that are probably gonna end up killing some people like you don't give weapons because you they're gonna have a cookout they're you're giving weapons because they're gonna they're probably gonna hurt some people there's gonna be some violence and we knowingly do these things and 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 yet you think like this is too far like that there could be some psychological effects i mean what about everybody with ptsd from fucking iraq and now you ask politicians about it and they're like yeah maybe we fucked up maybe we mismanaged that whole situation but that poor person who has ptsd who's never going to get his leg back or his arm back or his mental stability back i'm getting worked up sorry guys <laughs> this is real I mean, but it drives me nuts when people think like like Charlie said that that these politicians actually give a shit. And the reason why we know they don't give a shit is because there's evidence and evidence of them not giving a shit. Like, right. what is going on here? I'm I'm like the Portuguese Alex Jones. I'm losing my mind. 
It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's happening now. Maybe we should uh, wrap things up here and kind of close things down. Sure. Yeah. Guys, I just want to wrap this up by closing out for a quick hour on... Um, no, that wasn't <laughs> funny. Uh, guys, I love, I, love, I love the Union of the Unwanted. It's, I think it's the most important conversation being had on the internet. Um, I just think when the people we get together to come and have a great conversation, how it's a real uh, voc vocabulary symphony. You know, symphony. it's like, it's a real symphony. I can't believe how well it goes. Everybody shows up with great heart and uh, great intentions and it, it it's beautiful. And I, I hope, I hope it keeps growing. Cause I know uh, we need these conversations, man. And, you know, Ricky and Charlie and Midnight, you guys work so hard on it. And I really appreciate everything you guys do. And I'm so excited that more and more people are finding your guys' shows because you guys put out great product. And I'm really honored to go to war with you guys. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I, I honestly believe that this uh, Union of Dunwanda, we've done some shows, and I'm sure you guys agree with me, where at the end of the show, you go away saying, like, holy fuck, we just did something special. Like, that was special and not because of any one specific thing but just because it, there's nothing like it in the world i mean we've had shows where people don't agree with each other but they're there and we're talking and we're sharing ideas and it's like where the fuck can you get that you can't get a bunch of people who's coming together just to share ideas and challenge ideas openly having discussion and being honest about how they the way they feel i mean it's just, it, it's awesome. I really think it's like, it's this underground band that's going to break through, you know, and, and eventually everybody's going to be like, dude, these guys, are, you, you got you to hear these guys. Like, what they're fucking doing is amazing. And then it's going to break through. And then all the people who've been with us the whole time are going to think, oh, those guys are too mainstream. They're now. selling out. Selling. <laughs> <laughs> they're selling. They're selling out. <laughs> That's right. Every ticket to every show, every yeah. night, right? As as Lars said. That was, no, it was the, was that Jason? Uh, or it was Jason. Said, Newstead. Yeah, Newstead. Jason. Yeah. yeah, he said. Yeah, I'll play the <laughs> I'll play the music. And uh, oh, that's right. The UnionDeWanda.com, right? Get some merch. Check yeah. out. Yeah, I put out. I put links in the description of the podcast and to, in the video. Uh, links go right to the merch. We got some cool stuff out there. Yeah, get, get the merch and then uh and yeah we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys every other some people ask me when we do the, it's every other monday guys we're yes. live streaming i, I am uh, like i suggested to you guys i think going to rockfin and live streaming there would be a, a safer place to live stream we wouldn't be so concerned about bunch getting kicked off and if we did get kicked off then fuck it our download numbers are actually pretty, pretty good yeah so uh, go to what the ripple effect podcast you can check that out. Just link in the description. Macro Aggressions. That's Charlie's show. Sam Tripoli. You can go to samtripolilive.com. Samtripoli.com. Uh, samtripoli.com. Wow, he got the full name. Dude, the website Man. looks awesome, by the way. Uh, Thank you, dude. Awesome. If you guys need any help, let me know. I got a, guy. I got a dude in China. Nice. And uh, check out OBDM. Our big dumb mouth. You can go to obdmpod.com. Give it three episodes. You probably will like it, maybe. Listen to the good episodes, though. Not the bad ones. We've never done a bad one. That says, says you. I've done plenty of bad podcast episodes of my own. Some horrific stuff. But we uh, we appreciate everyone hanging out, listening to us. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, we don't know where we're talking Where can you about. get the t-shirts again? 
the union of the rwanda.com will have uh will bring us bring you to the link tree and the link tree, tree will have our merch all, all our channels all our stuff so it's the easiest our way only fans yes our our only fans. Fans. yeah we're doing that next right guys because i already got my thong on it's, uh, yep. no oh you go thong bro for five <laughs> bucks i go for it should be in a speedo <laughs> all right guys all right see you guys later all right. adios, adios.